Okay. So I just got out of a, what is it? Dehesh D'Souza, or is it Dinesh? Dinesh D'Souza. That's what I think it is. Dinesh D'Souza. So he came to our church here in San Diego, and I literally found out about it like four hours before it was set to happen. Um, currently, I'm in a theater production for the church called Twisted, and it's a it's a twist on um, the Christmas Carol type movie, play, book, what all, all of that. Um, and it's amazing, I'm, and I'm so excited to be a part of it. I was part of Hero, their Easter um, theater production, but that obviously got shut down um, because of COVID. Uh, we were supposed to... Um, it was supposed to happen April, like mid-April, like right around um, Easter time. And so we all know what's been going on, COVID-19. But anyways, so the church asked um, Dinesh D'Souza to come and speak along with um, one other dude. He's from Texas. I want to say his last name is Green. Anyways... Uh, that was very exciting, a very, very exciting, patriotic, politically stirring, um, event and very awe-inspiring, God-inspiring, just amazing to know such a powerful man with his movies. If you don't know, um, who... Uh, Dinesh is, he just, he does a lot of documentary type movies, um, and one of his most recent ones that's out is called, uh, Trump Card, so I'm looking forward to finding that and, uh, checking it out, um, but it's just, I just wanted to just talk about my takeaway from the meeting, um, My takeaway is that as Christians, we can no longer be passive. We can no longer be silent and sort of like these passive little kittens. Um, Because what the left will do to fight against us as Christians and as morally um, upstanding individuals and citizens, we would never think of doing or saying or conniving the way that um, the party or the people on the left would do. Um, And the thing about it is our silence actually provokes them to more violence, more aggressiveness toward us as people of faith or just conservatives, even if you're not a person who... um, is a person of faith, faith, quote unquote, um, uh, you know, you can still be, uh, thought of as, you know, somebody that is the in the, what is it called? What did, what did Hillary Clinton call us, um, in the 2016, uh, the deplorables basket of deplorables. So you're still going to be put in that box by them. And, um, and so whatever, but this, this political environment now 
uh, compared to 2016 is so different um, in the sense that um, I'm not nervous that Trump is not going to win. I'm excited and feel and know in my spirit that he is going to win. But that's, that's the, I'm putting that aside. I believe that that's in the bag. Um, spiritually, we have the devil beaten on this. Um, and I just believe in all the prophecies that have been prophesied about him being in office in 2016 and then him literally serving two terms. But what's different for me this time is that now it's about the church standing up. And I felt this way long before 2016. I kind of, I felt like I kind of stood there like a 10 year old for many, many years and thought to myself, okay, so the church talks about this and the church talks about that. And we have to stand up for what we believe in. And in the word of God, you see people like Paul, um, a very, very disruptive type figure, uh, very strong, very, you know, uh, just, I mean, he really, really, really went out and preached the word of God and never compromised on, on what he believed. Um, it wasn't to say that he wasn't, you know, fallible because of course he is, he's human. But I, I really liked that Dinesh really brought up, you know, the fact that it's the church that is the place that has to stand. It's us. And so, of course, the question is posed, well, what does that look like? What does it look like when we stand up for what we believe in? Um, you know, we see the left protesting violently in, in most, uh, in, in most um, situations, right? Black Lives Matter, for example. And we go, well, we don't want to be anything like that. That's horrible. We're not going to go out and destroy businesses because you know, they're destroying businesses. That's not morally or biblically correct. So what do we do? Well, we start from the inside like they did. uh, And Dinesh brought this up like in the 60s when they were going to be taken down for the the Democratic Party um, for being the party of Jim Crow, you know, racism, um, uh, the ones that really did the lynchings and, um, you know, the, the suppressing of, of the black race, not race, um, the, the black culture. And so, um, uh, I want to make sure I'm getting my thoughts together. Um, so what they had to do is they had to strategically make a plan. And I'm sure it was a a small little think tank, but a very powerful one that got together and said, okay, we have to basically act as though not act, but, uh, make it be assumed in our propaganda that it really was the right wing or the Republicans all along. It's that, it's that Republican party. That's the racist and the fascist and the, um, you know, 
the, the people that are not for the people. Um, and it has worked. It has worked. Their tactics, their tactic, their tactics of divisiveness, uh, is very, very effective and has been, and it's always boggled my mind. That's why I brought up the whole thing of kind of standing there for years, like a, like a puzzled 10 year old, you know, just picture a 10 year old or picture your, your 10 year old self right now, kind of you're, you're being brought up in church. Your parents are teaching you, you know, the ways of, 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 of the Bible and, you know, their own rules in their house and everything. And, and then you go out in the world and you experience the world and you kind of go, but why did they get to get away with this? Why did they get to do this? And we don't get to do this. Um, and, and it goes even beyond that. I mean, really, I mean, we don't do certain things because we believe that Jesus is Lord and, um, we want to be more like Jesus. But as I was sitting in that audience tonight, what the, the thought that came to my mind when that lady was asking D'Souza, um, what do we do as a church person and still keep our integrity and our moral code and biblical principles? You know, what, what is the, the next right step? And, you know, Jesus turned over tables and, and he called people, you know, snakes. And, you know, I'm sure that was like kind of a, that was a curse in those days, right? Like cursing. I'm not, I'm not advocating going out and cursing at people, but don't be this little sweet kitten puppy dog when you're standing up for what we believe in because our silence or our, our you know, it's that, that whole um, uh, saying, don't, don't mistake my, my silence for weakness. I think there's a different word, different, but you, you, hopefully you're understanding what I'm saying. You know, I'm not this little passive kitten. I'm speaking really for myself right now. Um, because I want to get angry. I want to stand up and I believe in righteous anger. And I've been kind of screaming about this since you know, 2015, 2014, when I really started researching and finding out and, and listening to people like, yes, Alex Jones. Okay. And finding out about the deep state, you know, the left did a really good job of, um, discrediting him and making him look like a lunatic. And, you know, I don't know, a thrice divorced, I think he's been married twice, I don't know, divorced twice, something like that. And, you know, they did a really good job and they always seem to do a really good job of discrediting people, parading them around in front of people, um, like the church or the conservatives that were once on the conservative team. And then they do something moral, morally corruptible or, you know, something like, you know, an affair or, you know, something, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a fair, just something that is they say is hypocritical, but really it's just us being human. Um, because hypocrisy means, um, I, I, I act like I am, I say and act like I am one way in public, in the public eye, but behind closed doors, I don't even believe in those things that I say. And I don't even live the, the way that I say that I live. That is the definition of hypocrisy. And I love the D'Souza brought that up and, and, and really 
drove that point home because that is literally the left. And I think that as Christians and as the church, we have to start calling it out. We have to start calling, you know, things what they are instead of skirting around it. And, and because I know what my problem is, my problem is, am I allowed to, isn't that crazy at my age, um, that I am literally, uh, fearful that if I, if I do something that could be perceived as, I don't know, immoral, even if it's not immoral, that I would be shunned by the church. Well, whose fault is that? It's the church because the church will knife its own. It it definitely has a history of, you know, we, uh, you know, somebody prominent in the, in the, in the community or in the public eye, uh, you know, falls from grace and there's the church, you know, nine times out of 10 there to knife them as well, you know, gut them. And it, it, it's just the way that it, it, it has been, it's been shown to us. It's ingrained there. Nobody can say that that isn't the truth because that is what holds people back like me who are very, um, strong willed, but at the same time I want to please. And I also don't want to displease God. And so on earth, church is, is represents God. And so we, we have to remember that we, you know, the, the, the church is made up of, of fallible people. It's made up of humans. And yes, a lot of us, um, allow ourselves to be, you know, we're led by the spirit, but you know, Hey, we're human. We're, we're going to get, we can get misled. You know, we live in a fallen world. So my whole point, um, is, is just to say that I really liked being reminded in this, um, this event tonight that we as the church really have the, um, moral obligation, a spiritual obligation, godly, you know, obligation to, to stand up for what we believe in, not, not our values, right? Because my values, this is another thing that was brought up. My values could be different than your values. Like, it's kind of like saying, well, my standards, we can get a a group of Christians in the room, right? There's going to be people who are going to have different standards. Okay. This is a prime example of standards versus biblical values. Okay. So a human standard could be, um, I, I, it's, it's my standard to not be, um, obese, overweight. Um, I believe in a healthy lifestyle. I believe that, you know, the way that we live, um, outwardly definitely reflects what's going on in inwardly. And so that would be a standard. Okay. That would be my standard, but then there could be an obese or overweight person in the room that could be like, Hey, that's not fair. Um, I'm overweight and, you know, or considered obese, but I love the Lord. And, you know, this is something that I struggle with. So I'm not going to, you know, that that's, that's not my standard, you know? So, but when you vote on like values, biblical values, in, in taking the focus off of yourself and your, I don't know, 
your worldview of things and you look at the, a biblical worldview and biblical values, it, it definitely puts the, the light back where it needs to be, which is on Jesus. And how would he vote? Well, he wouldn't vote for abortion. Okay. I don't know. I don't see how any Christian out there, and yes, I'm calling you out. This is where D'Souza says every, and the people on the stage tonight, they're saying, look, you have to have courage to, to just say it, call it out. And I don't have to curse, which is great, but it feels like you're cursing because it's such, it's so politically incorrect. Okay. As, as they've been pumping into us for the last, I'd say 15 to 18 years. Um, but if you're a Christian and you're voting, if you voted for somebody like Hillary, I just have to say it. What is wrong with you? If you love God, how on God's green earth, the beautiful earth that he created for you to live on and affect people and, and, and live out your purpose and, and your, you know, his will for your life, how on earth could you vote for a person that believes in killing babies in the womb? And the, the thing that just came to my mind is you're deceived. It's because you were deceived. So I say, you know, don't be deceived this time. And also don't vote on personality. Okay. I have family members that cannot stand Trump and the thing that they, and the reason why they wouldn't vote for him and didn't vote for him the first time is because of his personality the things that in his past or, you know, the way he tweets and all this kind of stuff. And I, the thing that erupts inside of me and it starts at the very like lower part of my belly. And it literally wants to scream out who gives a flying rip, who cares? I don't care if that guy tweets ridiculous things all day long. What is he doing as his time, with his time in the president's seat, he is, he is shining a light back on, uh, moral codes, moral values, you know, Christian values actually. And, um, life pro-life stuff. He's like the first president in my lifetime that I have seen in my lifetime when I started paying attention um, that has been more about Christian values. And he hasn't even been a Christian himself all of his life. Um, he just recently gave his life to Jesus. So, um, it, it, it's just, you know, I, I, I think that Christians, and it's crazy for me to actually have to say this, but Christians need to wake up. If you're not woke, And you can't tell that something crazy has been going on at least for the last three and a half years. Then I would say right now, like literally start praying, (laughs) start praying for yourself and saying, God, please open my eyes. Um, because some of the stuff that, that this girl, Carolee is saying is really resonating with me. And I don't know why I want to vote for Biden and why I can't stand Trump because there's, there's spiritual blindness there. I'm just going to put it out there straight. And these are some of the things that I've been afraid to say. 
And I'm not a person who likes to really skirt around it. I, I'm a person that wants to put it right in your face. I just do. And that's something I've been fighting ever since I started this podcast. You know, and I would talk to my mom about it. I'd talk to my family members. And I'd be like, look, this is the way I want to say things. And because I strongly believe it. Not because I'm trying to be rude or, or you know, insensitive or something. Not at all. It's because I believe through and through in my core that this is correct. This is full on biblical. We are at biblical proportions politically that the church needs to get involved in, in a big loudspeaker way. And when I say church, I'm not talking about the stinking pastors standing on the stage. They're just the face of that particular church. The church is the people. It's every single believer that really walks and toes the line and really is in their word and really is praying and really is paying attention and really is woke. You know, it's up to us. So I'm praying for you. I'm praying for me to have courage and speak your values, not just your conscience. Like, you know, people said in the last election, vote your conscience. No, vote biblical values. I'm putting it straight in your face. Vote biblical values. If you're a Christian, vote biblical values. Biden believes in abortion period. I don't, I don't care that he's, you know, a little less, uh, disgusting than Obama, um, that he would do late term abortions. I think he's, I guess, a little bit less in, in, in your face and gross. Um, but that doesn't matter. It's still gross to kill a child. Um, uh, abortion. It's, it's straight up bail worship. It's back in the biblical days when, um, people were throwing their, their, their babies, their infants, um, on the altar of Baal as a sacrifice on these burning hot metal, uh, I don't know, platforms and watch, I mean, their babies would just burn alive. And that's how messed up and deceived there's nothing different today. It is literally a reincarnation, if you will, of what that was, bail worship. That's what abortion is. And there's, you know, 22 million black babies that never saw the light of day because of abortion. 22 million potential uh, lives, lives that were snuffed out because of this, um, evil demonic, uh, um, deception that Satan has pulled the wool over people's eyes and has gotten in, in the mouths of these, you know, propagandizers. Okay. The left, the democratic party, the serious evil twisted left. So that's all I've got for you tonight. Be blessed and I'm praying for you.